This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will dream it. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is another episode of Who Weekly. I have no. You don't have a good way to start. Come on. Maybe I'll edit one in if I think of it later. But wow, our, like, no, how about this? Like our live show last night was so good. Yeah, this Presumably. episode is late because we had a live show. Well, not because. I mean, it was just a lot. So we were like, you know what? We don't want to half-ass our gift to the we world. We don't want to half-ass either thing. Right. Really. Let's not explain ourselves. That's such a boring way to start the show, I think. Just right? saying while we're late, I just didn't want people to think that anything happened. How was Love Island for you? How is it in general? Yeah, how is it? It's are you? How are you enjoying so it? So good. Well, I talked about it last night at the show. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how how that went over yet because the show hasn't happened yet technically. Mm-hmm. But I've started a Love Island journey. I'm um, about 30 episodes deep of like a 50 <laughs> or 60 episode season. This show airs every day. <laughs> it's the last word in luxury with all the extras, the steaming hot tub. The lavish bedroom. It's a beautiful villa for beautiful people. And the preparations are nearly complete. All we need now are some sexy singles. It's still airing. It's one of those things where like you start but you can never catch up because they just keep adding episodes and you just feel like you're always going to be behind. And then I see news in the Daily Mail about Love Island people that's like technically spoilers but also I have to read it and I don't know who anyone is because they're all new sexy people. Okay. Should I explain Love Island? Is that weird? Yeah, explain it because I still don't fully get it. Okay, so Love Island is the show in England that everyone's obsessed with. It's like the number one show on TV. It people got mad. Yeah, that's when, not that's not hyperbole. It's no, it's enormous. It is. It's ITTV's number one show ever, and also the number one show in terms of like all other channels are trying to like do stuff that's insane. We'll get to it to beat it. Meaning <laughs> Meghan Markle's sister on Big Brother, etc. Anyways, mm-hmm. so. Um, so it's the show, and it's kind of like Bachelor in Paradise meets Big Brother. Those are the two that I would say are the most similar. Got it. Um, like meets an insane person, because it's <laughs> definitely more deranged than either of those shows, which is hard to believe, but true. That's sort of what I want. Like, that's yeah. I think that might be my problem with, not to derail the conversation, but I think that's sort of my problem with uh, Bachelor shows. Like, it's almost not insane enough, you know? like This it, is insane. Okay. Like, because, and here's the reason, like, Bachelor in Paradise has rules that they, like, stick to. And there's people, there's a context of people. These people have all been on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, right? Mm -hmm. Love Island people are just random people. (laughs) I don't know where they come from. They're just all hot people who want to be on TV. They want to win the money. But let's be real, the money is not what matters in this show. Like, the money, it's it's so far from anyone's mind, the money. They want, they're here to find love which is what they always say. Um, and they're also here to be hot on television for like the longest amount of time possible. Oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I wonder how my Island. priorities would change if I were hot. Like, would I, would I, I be like, would I be like, my dream is just to be hot on television. Like, is that enough? Maybe, Maybe. it's enough. Maybe. I mean. What else do you do with the hotness? You show it off. 
right? It's like you have sex with other hot people and you're like, well, what can my hotness do to the next level? <laughs> okay, know? sorry, I'm interrupting you. Go on. So Love Island, they live in, they, they there's a there's a, a suite, not a suite. There's like, um what do you call it? Like a compound, like a hot tropical compound in Mallorca. And that's where they hang like, out, this okay. Love Island. Like a cult, like a, like Jonestown, but hot people. Like Not, no offense to the people at people. Jonestown, but and you know. people come and go based on the whim of the of the eye in the sky, which is like the producers of of Love Island. And actually, the behind the scenes of Love Island is fascinating because to churn out um, episodes every single day, their like editing compound needs to be nearby. So there's like a bunch of producers and editors like not far from Mallorca, like, like having to churn out this garbage. Daily. Oh, it's like Ed Harris and the Moon in Truman yes. Show. So they're hot people. They bring him to this island. And the idea (laughs) is like they have to couple up, right? And whoever doesn't couple up. Are they all straight? I'm sorry. Are they all straight? A hundred percent. I mean, like we don't know. But like the there's no coupling is heterosexual. Gayness and like homosexuality does not exist on Love Island. Like we do not. There are two genders. (laughs) There. That's it. There are two genders. The 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 gender the genders uh, sleep with their opposite. Yes. Opposite. Air quotes yes. for the two genders, and then we got yes. that. That's it. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. That's just the rules. Love <laughs> Island's just like a heteronormative place. Okay? okay. Like, I can't make the rules. I just, I just know. So, <laughs> it's honestly okay. very weird. So, you show up to, and mind you, I'm only 30 or so episodes in, so I don't, if my anything has happened, that would only... go against these rules. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the the idea is that the the girls and the guys are coupled up. And then they have to decide whether to remain in these couples or, like, choose new hot people that are brought in, right? You fancy Laura, didn't you? Yeah, she's hot. Well, I'm gutted, Alex. I ain't got to lie. I don't like this game anymore. Alexandra has come in here. She's gr- she really worked hard with Alex. She was all over him, and he was all over her. They were absolutely fine. But a new girl's come in with a surfboard, and you want to jump on it and mug someone off. And if you are not chosen... You're dumped and you leave the show. It seems simple, but it's not. So, like, <laughs> you, it actually doesn't in, sound simple to me. <laughs> well, heterosexuality never is. No. So, tonight on Love Islands, can all Islanders gather around the fire pit immediately? Islanders, the public have been voting for their favorite couple. Those with the fewest votes risk being dumped from the island tonight. The three couples with the fewest votes are. And the surprises keep on coming. Love Island, tonight at nine on ITV2. When you're in a couple, though, this is what the real fucking darkness is. When you're in a couple, you have to sleep in the same bed, which I know sounds whatever, but that extra thing makes it a little bit deranged because you have this room that's just all beds in a row and each couple is sleeping in a different bed. So they're all sleeping in the same room in the, in the same beds. No dividers right? or anything? No, they're just like, like modesty and, curtains. Okay. No, no. Walls and of Jericho. They cut okay. to them like in the dark with their like night vision cameras with their names because it always you can't tell who's who in the dark because <laughs> they don't look like themselves when they're not like the lights are on and they're hot. Like they're just weird looking in the dark. Everyone's weird looking in the dark. So they put their names and then you're like seeing if they're like connecting in the dark, which is so weird. Connecting. Right? Wait, is that a euphemism? Like like hooking up or like like snuggling or whatever okay okay so basically every time but what's great about love island is because there are no rules like every time a couple like gets close and everyone's like everyone on the island like wants each other to find love so they're just like yeah like we love you like jack and debbie or whatever (laughs) their names are 
um, the producers are like, Mm-mm-mm, and like bring in more hot people. <laughs> like, na na na. <laughs> Don't get too cozy. Okay. So that's kind of the journey. And there's also like challenges, but no one cares about the challenges. Like they're they're stupid. They don't do anything. But so who is the breakout? Like is there a breakout Love yes. Islander? There are a couple that everyone's obsessed with. Jack and Danny, not Debbie. Okay. Jack and Danny. Jack is a pen salesman. And and Debbie, Debbie, her name's not Debbie. What's her name? What'd I say? You don't get to just say Jack is a pen salesman and move on. He's a pen salesman? I'm Jack. I'm 26. And I sell pens for a living. I wasn't allowed to work with the women at one point because when we was hiring the women, I used to end up sleeping with them. And uh, there's now a rule that we're not allowed to sleep with any employees. So I've actually sort of listened to that now. But in the past, when I was younger, I'd done it every single time. But it's changing now. They've actually been kept in a separate room to us now. There's also a lot of class issues on Love Island because some people are, like, rich and some people are, like, I work at a pen store. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? No, I understand. So is Danny... is. Danny um, from a like, you know like a higher socioeconomic yes. status. Okay. So Danny, her father is an actor on EastEnders. Do you know what oh that is? Oh my god! Yeah, it's okay. a show, right? So it's huge. It's a huge. So her father, who's like not into this, I don't think. Um, oh, Dyer, the Dyer, the Dyer, the Dyer. You don't yeah. know that. How yeah. do you know that? I do because I watched the interview with him. He was on like Good Morning right. Britain, and he was like, you know, I don't right. approve, but whatever. It's my daughter. I can't tell her what to do. <laughs> right. He's literally. like, I hate it, but whatever. Right. He's like, all reality show is trash. And Pierce mm-hmm. Morgan, Pierce Morgan, he's the one who's doing it. He was like, what do you mean? And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First of all, it is a nutty group of people here. It is, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, what a mad call that is, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, me daughter's on Love Island, Piers. I mean, it's a nutty thing. You know, and, okay, let me ask you honestly. You know, when you first heard she was going... Yeah, I didn't want her to do as it. As a father, what was your reaction? No, I, I didn't want her to do it. I'd never seen it before, but, you know, you fear it as a father. But, um... It's just, what it is, is it's, it's entertainment, right? They became kind of a famous couple, but what happened was Love Island was like, na, 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 and basically, like, sent sent Jack to, like, an, a love shack off of Love Island, like, a different, like, a it's called, like, Casa Love or something, and it's, like, Ugh. a different, and they brought Casa in... Casa Zeta Love. They brought in his ex-girlfriend. Oh, my God. And then they, like, took a video that, like, suggested that they hooked up and showed it to Danny. And then, like, da- like then it was, like, all drama. They tried to, like, break up the couple. Girl, you have been sent a villa story from the boys at Casa Amor. Huh? Oh, my God. No, 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 I know. So it's like Unreal but worse. So they so they watched Unreal and they were like, we can do one better. Okay. Yeah. Well, they talked about this for nine minutes. I'm sorry. I just no. I think that's fine. It's like a segment. It's a yeah. I just I just wanted. I feel like we haven't touched Love Island, and it's like the most. It's a huge show in England, and Mm -hmm. everyone's talking about it. Like it's one of those shows that's like. What's the equivalent here? Like when Lost was on or when, um, what was a show? That- it was when, um, 
the first season of American like Idol? The first season of American Idol or the first season of Survivor or the second sure. season of Survivor when, right. when everyone was watching it. Right. So it's kind um, of like that. So everyone's just obsessed with this show and it's like the utmost trash. And like what's really <laughs> funny is I was talking to our friend Joe who is like, uh, you know, British. <laughs> Oh, Dr. Joe. Okay, yeah. Very smart. And she was like, I think it's a really big metaphor for Brexit. (laughs) And she's like, I don't, I haven't gotten into it in my mind yet, but I feel like that's why everyone's obsessed with it because it represents kind of the different themes that England is going through right now. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you think about Brexit? What's what's that? Like, where we're leaving the European Union? I don't. I, I seriously don't have. So, a like, problem. if you so it's to, it was to leave the EU, so we wouldn't um, be part of Europe, EU, which yeah, would yeah, mean like welfare and like things we trade with would be cut down. So does that mean we won't have any trees? Cheese? Trees? Oh. No. Yeah. What? That's got nothing to do with it, babe. That's <laughs> Why wouldn't we have trees? Uh, what are you talking no, about? No, we're just not in the European Union. Oh, we're still classed oh. as, like, being in Europe. Doesn't it mean it would be harder to, like, go to, like, Spain and stuff? So it would be harder to go on holidays? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I love my holidays. Yeah. yeah. To watch this show in its fullness, you have to have little to no life. And I'm, that's not a judgment. It's like, I just don't know how you're supposed to watch this show every night. But we should we should move on to our next big topic, also tangentially related. Um, Samantha Markle is probably, maybe, almost certainly going to join the cast of Celebrity Big Brother next year or this year, later this year. People say that it's the, so big, Celebrity Big Brother's on the other TV channel in England. Mm. I don't know how many there are. There's like, what, four channels there or something? Yeah, there's like BBC, there's like the, the BBCs, there's like the... There's the ITV and there's like Sky. Isn't Sky one of there's them? There's four. Isn't four one? God, the cats are fighting. The cats are hungry. <laughs> the cats are doing this thing that's like, the cats do this thing that's like the birds when they, when they're oh hungry, God. they just like start lying around me and like they'll get on different levels and you look around and they're just looking at you because they want food, <laughs> but they are on, um, they're on a diet. And so they're especially hungry all the time. And they have Hunger Games. God, that's cruel. They have Hunger Games when they're hungry. Sorry. So the cats are yelling at me. Samantha's probably joining. She was on ITV, obviously, because Piers Morgan would never turn down the opportunity to have her on. She was in like a nice suede jacket. Did you see that? Her suede? And so what was really funny, the the woman, I don't know, Piers' co-host. So they were talking about it. It was like, okay... And Samantha was saying, you know, well, the royals make money on their, like, all these other industries make money off the royals. Like, why can't I? And so finally, she was sort of dancing around the issue without addressing it. And then finally, the co-host asked very point blank, like, well, people are saying you're going to join Somebody Big Brother. Would you? Are you? And (laughs) because of the delay, there's like 10 seconds of Samantha not only taking forever to get the question, but also then thinking about how to answer the question. So it's just this very long silence. And she's like, why wouldn't I? When you were asked on the American show Inside Edition about why you were doing something like this, you replied, why not? Life is about cashing in. There are those who just think that you're in it to make a name for yourself, you're in it to make money for yourself. We hear reports that you could be on Celebrity Big Brother over here in the UK. How do you answer criticisms like that? Well, you know, I have to say, first of all, people don't know about me. I worked in media most of my life and in broadcasting. So because my sister is suddenly royal, um, isn't grounds for me to stop doing all of that. I think, I mean, I interpreted that video as her saying, you bet your ass I'm joining Celebrity Big Brother, right? 
do you think she's finished writing the diary of a princess's pushy princess pushy sister do you think she's uh finished her book yet uh princess pushy sister i uh I think she's, well, I would say yes. I feel like she's finished with the version of it. But I think Samantha's always like, we gotta we gotta wait for, for like another chapter. Like, because there's always a chance for some right. other shit but- to go down that she would add as, you know, chapter 26. And then it would suddenly be published. You know? So what's interesting, too, is that we were mentioning this briefly, but so Big Brother mm-hmm. is on Channel 5. Channel 5. Celebrity Big Brother. And they're launching it slightly later to avoid clashing with ITV's God. hit series, Love Island. So basically, it's like, Love television. Island is so big that they're worried if they launch Big Brother that nobody will watch it because they're still watching uh, They're still watching Love Island. So this is like... God, imagine having to watch both of them. Well, you just... You would go... You oh. can't. They know that. So you'd go right from one to the other. You know, and so they oh basically they want to make this the this uh, season of Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother, called the Eye of the Storm, which is the idea that like all the housemates have been caught up in controversy. So who was the other one that's being rumored? Uh, the the kidnapped British model, you know her, remember her? It's who the, well, the like the 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 potentially fake kidnapped British model who was in the suitcase, right? She was in the potentially suitcase. fake kidnapped British model. Yeah, she was like, help, I've been kidnapped. Everyone was like, have you? Her name is Chloe Ailing. Ailing? Ailing? It's Ailing, I think. She was kidnapped. I think we've talked about her audience. We've talked about her, I believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was she was kidnapped, and it was very horrifying, but then she suddenly like pivoted from kidnap victim to like th- Instagram thirst trap and was like making all this money on Instagram. People were like, wait, did you fake this to become famous on Instagram? And she was like, no. How dare you? Um, also, Bad Girls Club Megan James, whose name I thought was spelt wrong in this article, but it's actually spelled M-E-H-G-A-N, like Megan. I've never. That's not where the H goes. Megan. <laughs> Megan. Megan. That's like an affront to Duchess Megan. She's from Houston and she is a bad girl. Hey, and Blondie, I'm going to slap your ass before I leave, so just be prepared. You ready? No. Speaking of big cast changes, Bristol Palin um, oh. is joining the cast of Teen Mom OG. Good transition. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, speaking of, so uh, so Farrah... Farrah's mad. Farrah, who we don't like to talk about that much, she because yeah. she bums us out. Darkness. She, Darkness. Very dark. She's leaving, or they kicked her off because she claims because she was in a porn, but they brought her back after she was in a porn, so that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so she's leaving because she's ter- like she's just terrible, I think, to work with. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Because like they would, they would love to have someone back who was in a porn. Right. They were like, we you all know? we want is people Publicity. who've been in porns, like. Or yes. controversy adjacent to porn, you know? So Or just like porn like people watch the porn. It makes her more famous. <laughs> we talk about porn like we've never seen porn. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bristol is the new teen mom, which is like surprising but also not surprising. Like, you know what I mean? I was like when I saw the push alert, I was like, Ugh! but then I was also like, uh, you know? So she's joining the season, next season's cast, Teen Mom OG with the other OGs. Apparently they like didn't know she was joining and then they all got mad that she was getting paid um, as much as them, I guess. They get paid a certain amount and she she asked for she asked for like half a mil an episode and they were like, no. So I think she's getting paid like $300,000 an episode and the other teen moms are getting paid around the same, but they had to like really work for that. I don't know. I mean, wouldn't you be mad if Bristol Palin joined your TV show? Yeah, but then I would say, you know what? Bristol Palin is the draw here. 
And they interviewed um, Sarah Palin in some airport and she gave some, they were like, isn't, she wants money. And and Sarah was like, we're doing it for awareness of her lifestyle to like teach people about her lifestyle and like that she can be a single mom and like kill it. And I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. but isn't that the rest of the show? Well, you know, I know sometimes they have boyfriends and stuff, but they're all like, I don't, I don't really watch Teen Mom. That she could be a single, that she could be a single mom and kill it. You're you're telling me that her entire plot line is going to be like roses and happiness. That there's not going to be some like really depressing, dreary drama shit, Sarah. I mean, okay, there's no Don't get way me started. that there's not going to be because that's Teen Mom. So it's not like they're going to be like, I'm back to Bristol Palin, who's doing fine. Yeah, I mean, the Palin family can't go to the grocery store without like causing a huge family rift. They're always like starting insane fights. Um, what's next? Uh, Adam Brody's a slumlord. Oh, allegedly. He owns this condo. This is from Radar, by the way. This is, there's literally no content that's more Radar online than like finding like papers about uh, like real estate drama in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the the Blast saw it and was like, mm, we'll let Radar have TMZ it. saw us and was like, no, we're passing. Like TMZ passed. <laughs> Adam Brody owns this condo that he rents out to this tenant who apparently reached out to Radar, and they say it's a source, but we know it's the tenant. They say that he has, quote, neglected to do repairs around the condo he owns, and he's not fixing the air conditioner where there's a heat wave. So it's like 100 degrees, the heat wave's not on, and it says, quote, the tenant has asthma, so the heat can be more of a health issue. I mean, it's probably the fastest way to get stuff done. I would reach out. That's a great idea. If you knew, if your landlord was Adam Brody and he wasn't fixing the air conditioner, I'd be like, I would fucking email everyone that I could think of to get that fixed. Are you kidding? I wish my landlord was famous. My favorite part is it says it's been 100 degrees and sweltering. That's been going on for a month, the source claimed. And the tenant has asthma, so the heat can be more of a health issue. And then this also, also, I just love the idea that it says a source. A source is speaking for the tenant as though we aren't 100% certain that the source is the tenant. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Imagine if like, you, it's like, it's like saying, Lindsay, it's like saying you lived in Adam Brody's building and you were like, Bobby, can you please talk to Radar about this? Because I cannot, I do not have the mental energy to I'm talk to Radar about it. not on the front page of TMZ because it's, you know, it's on the front page of Radar or whatever. You would do it. You'd be like, I've always wanted to be a source. That's true. God, you're right. <laughs> hey, Upper East Siders, Gossip Girl here. And I have the biggest news ever. Moving on, we can talk about, do you want to talk about Jill Scott and her ex-husband? Yes. What's really funny is that TMZ and The Blast probably turned down the story about Adam Brody as a slumlord, but they're very into the story about Jill Scott, the singer slash actress, and her ex-husband. What's his name? Michael um, Dobson. Michael Dobson. So they've been covering this for like six months. Jill Why? has... Jill, so it's really funny. So you know when you go to a... Get, if you take this dirty robe that's been worn by, you know, a hundred people before you, just pay $150 and it's yours, right? Like First of all, they wash the robes. They wash in them, but it's still, like the robes but you're are... still paying price for a new paying the price for a new robe when it's been worn by all these other people. Right, and you're getting a used robe. It's true. I never thought yeah. about it like that before. I have a robe that my mom took from a hotel and when at the time it was like the most luxurious and like ostentatiously oh, yeah. like rich person thing mm-hmm. that she could have ever done like we've never we would never do that but she was like i love this robe like i'm taking this robe and then i inherited the robe you inherited the nice robe. robe it's a family heirloom but, like, now now i'm like well 
family heirloom. It's like used. Like how many people use that word like, before saying. the Weber family like made it? Our right. Most so every time, you, every time you you can take it. It's like fine, take it. That's what everything in a hotel is like. It's like you want to take it, but we you have your credit card. We have your credit card. So like you take you take this, you're gonna get charged X amount, right? So apparently, Jill Scott. Jill Scott says that her husband used to do it all the time. <laughs> he used to like just take robes, and so when they got divorced. She has all the shit that he wants back. He wants his robes back. He wants his Purple Rain album back. He wants a shoehorn back. And he wants the thing back that TMZ took out of it. Oh, a laser level. A DeWalt laser level. Like for leveling things. I mean, you can't get those. (laughs) So he wants all this stuff back. But my favorite thing about this is the robes. But he says, so right, okay. So the shoehorn, he probably bought it. The The Purple Rain album, he probably bought it. But Jill like refuses to give the robes back because she says, even though they're like his robes, she says that because every time they went to a hotel, it was under her name and she paid for it. So the robes technically went to her because every time he stole a robe, it was charged to her account. Fair. He stole five Wait, different Wait, he stole robes. five different robes yes. from five different hotels? God, if my husband was just going to hotels willy-nilly stealing robes, I would divorce him too. No, that's it. It's really good. Are you kidding? It's really that's good. That's expensive. Those robes can be um, like a hundred But apparently bucks. she put all of his shit in a store, which is actually like, I guess what you want to do whenever you've got sort of a, when there's a lot of animosity and you have this really annoying divorce, she put all of his stuff in a storage unit and then mailed him a key and was like, here, you deal with it. And then they don't have to see each other. But I guess the robes weren't in that's there. Smart. So now he wants the robes back. So he needs... Five hotel robes, a massage table, a copy of Prince's <laughs> yeah. Purple Rain, a DeWalt laser level, and an extended, you missed this, extended shoehorn. Extended I don't shoehorn. know what that means, but an extended. You know, like whenever you like, when it's long, when it has probably like a telescoping handle, and then you like can stick it in, and then you can like get your shoes on. I'm off. sorry, a telescoping you handle? How far away are your shoes? Are your feet? <laughs> I'm sorry, not everyone has the longest legs in the world like you. You need an extended shoehorn. Your leg, your foot is like a mile from your body. For me, I'm like 5'2". My foot's like right here. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on. I really love that, though. He's stealing robes. I know. And true, the opposite of that, which is true love, Faith Evans and Stevie J got married in Vegas. What's? It's not that interesting that they got married. No, the they were on show together. The most interesting thing is, you know, she was supposed to be married to B.I.G. She was married to him. But she wasn't, according to the records, because when she got married, they like the documentation behind their marriage came out and mm-hmm. it said she'd only been married like once before, not twice. Oh, so something's a little sus there. I didn't know that. Little sus. Little sus. Little but sus. she did. You see the Notorious B.I.G.'s Bed-Stuy bunghole and Twitter's ready to die. Wait, where, who wrote that? You did like, not just say that. <laughs> Faith Evans says she used to eat the Notorious B.I.G.'s Bed-Stuy bunghole. That's like... That's weird. Comma, Twitter ready to die. (laughs) Did we really need to know this? Was this like in response to them being like, you weren't married? And she was like, well, I ate his bedside bunghole. I just thought we were done. I just thought we were done with with ass eating as a society. Like that was a thing, what, last year? Oh, come on. When everyone was like. Ass eating is still, no, ass eating is still Because everyone was like, oh my God, do you eat ass? And then everyone was like, oh my God, no. Oh my God, yes. And then everyone realized that everyone eats ass. And I thought we were over it. Wait, oh my god, no. Oh my it god. Those, yes. It was a very quick trend piece. It was like like, you know, you'd read the cut and it'd be like, ass you got to you got to right eat now. ass. Like you're no good partner if you're not eating ass and I don't care who you are. No, I think it's still popular. I just feel like it's old hat at this point eating ass. So it's like, why is Twitter ready to die? It's old hat. It's old ass. It's old ass at point it's at this point. Hat. 
It's old. I just like Bedsty Bunghole. Also, isn't Ready to Die the name of his <laughs> album? <laughs> I didn't even put that together. Oh my god. Wait, this is the most genius headline we've ever read on the show, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Right? It's his first check, album, but yeah. I'm sure to you. Yeah. Twitter ready to die. We figured it out. Everyone's ready to die, including him. Okay, yikes. What's next? Who's next? I don't want to talk about Tanache. I do want to talk about Andrew Wakefield. Who's that? The guy El McPherson is dating. Oh, no. It's really funny. So, like, I guess I I recognized his name and I recognized him as, like, an anti-vaxxer guy. But it wasn't until my coworker, Anna Merlin, was like, no, this is, this is literally the man. You can trace the vaccines cause autism lie back to a single person, which I did not realize. Well, it's all it his had to fault. come from somewhere. But I kind of thought it was, like, a group or a series of people. Like, this is one of those things that has a patient zero and that patient zero is andrew wakefield he apparently in 1996 or like the late 90s he released this report that was you know very uh it hit hard everyone was talking about it and he said the measles mumps rubella vaccine was probably a factor in causing autism and everyone was like oh my god and then like eight years later this writer for the times of london did all this reporting and found out that he was like in cahoots with these lawyers and these other researchers so that like he had a financial interest in proving the connection like there was all this money so now he's like working in startups and he's making all this money somehow and he's still like conning his way into relationships with women so i guess he's sort of like a playboy in a way so it's like not surprising that he's dating el mcpherson but now everyone's mad at el mcpherson it's like you're dating the guy who is telling people that vaccines cause autism but he's still going around doing promotion for himself in this paper though like yeah he still says that he's not vaxxed remember that whole drama with robert de niro who Mm -hmm. has a kid who has autism and it was like it it uh Basically, it was like included, and then it wasn't included because people At protested. The film yeah. yeah, he of course directed that documentary. <laughs> Fucked up. He'll he'll never stop. So now people are mad at El McPherson. But my favorite thing about the story: there's the guy who wrote the original piece in like 2004 that revealed this guy as being a con artist. Brian Deere wrote the story also in the Times of London, just talking about their relationship, and mm-hmm. it's this really. It's this really funny thing, and it says, uh, when I give lectures on the research cheat, Andrew Wakefield, I sometimes start with a PowerPoint presentation of pictures showing him accompanied by women. In the first slide, his arm drapes around an adoring country singer. The next shows him at the center of four grinning ladies. After that, there are nine women beaming at a book launch. What's wild is like, this is how he gets girls, if that's how we break it if that's how this guy's breaking it down. It's like, there are so many ways to get girls, and like, this guy's like, I'm going to make up a fake link between autism and a, and a vaccine. And it's working for him. He said vaccines cause autism, and he's now he's just dating a ton of women. He's like, I'm so horny, but like girls don't like me. How can I get them to like me? Oh, vaccines cause autism, and now everyone's into it's him. It's not funny at all, but it's like, it's like that is like so beyond what you needed to do to get laid. Like you did not need to cause like mass panic and like create a huge controversy <laughs> to get laid. That's not necessary. We probably have like time for one more thing. What do you want to talk about? Uh. Lindsay Lohan's reality show, don't care. Uh, Paul Klein. Who's Paul Klein? Oh, Lanny. Lanny. Do you know what Lanny stands for? I didn't realize this until last night. We wanted a four-letter word because of design and aesthetic purposes. But as you can imagine, all the four-letter words in the entire world are taken. We moved to acronyms, and for a while we thought, hello, welcome to the internet in 2008. Well, we thought we could be TTYL, but then we decided we didn't want to be 13 for the rest of our lives. I eventually thought of the span across the country from LA to New York. 
And at first I was thinking it would be L-A-N-Y, but people kept getting confused on how to pronounce it when I told them, saying things like L-A-N-Y. So we're like, forget it. We're calling ourselves Laney. But it's L-A-N-Y. It's very Oneaters of them to have that happen. It's the Oneaters. It's the Oneaters. Also, not everyone can be NSYNC, which stood for NSYNC, but also had the names of all the members in it, which was NSYNC's most genius invention, aside from their beautiful music. This band, what do they sound like? Rock and roll? Are they rock? Rock and roll. They're rockish. They're rockish. Yeah. It's just funny that they're like, we're going to choose the most, the two most insufferable places in the United States and name our band after them. L.A. Mm-hmm. and New York. So anyway, this sort of like goofball, cheeseball, it, Paul Klein is the, you know, the front man of Laney. Laney. And he's now dating, he's now dating Nicola Peltz. How do we know that? Because her eye is on the cover of their next album. It's an extreme close-up of her eyeball. And we care about Nicola Peltz because she was dating Anwar, Gigi and Bella Hadid's Anwar. brother, who we kind of stand for. Or, I don't know, do we stand for him? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, Amina stands for him. Right. I don't necessarily stand for him. So she put him. her eyeball on the cover um and he and he's interested he's was already in the news because he was dating Dua Lipa he was Dula Peep's ex but Dula Peep he was Dula Peep's Dula Peep dumped him and got back with her ex-ex-boyfriend who I'm also fascinated with because he's a model slash chef did you know that oh my god what a dream job yeah he's like a hot model who like released a cookbook I need to do a little bit more research on him um but his name is like I don't know I've like been on his Instagram a few times Isaac Carew. Okay. A model slash a model slash chef. I love yeah, it. Yeah, and I think he cheated on her. So I think like that's why they broke up, but now they're back together. But then he dumped Paul Klein and went and she dumped Paul Klein oh and went back to him and then he got really sad, so he's been He crying. cheated on her in a video according to the Sun in which her own song was playing. It was playing one kiss and like he was cheating on her in the video. And why would you take him back? Is, one kiss is all it takes. Dua Lipa's boyfriend, Isaac Carew, cheats on her while her song One Kiss is playing in the club. That's awful. That's awful. I mean, this video is like. Oh, that is yeah, awful. They have a blurry video. It's like, who knows? Anyways, this is from a long time ago. Now, that's when I think she broke up with him. Now they're back together. So take that as you will. And now he's dating Nicola Peltz. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Okay, what is Rita up to? Well, she wasn't up to much, but then <laughs> but then she posted photos of herself eating Cheetos in bed. In oh, I Porto. love eating Cheetos in bed. Regular Cheetos or Flamin' Hot? Oh, um, let me look. I think they're regular because I saw regular. the photo. But what's great is that they're Portuguese Cheetos. So it says Cheetos and it says Rizos Rolatos. So they're like... It said like puffed, you know, like in Portuguese, it says like Cheetos. Anyways, I love that like- Did you have Cheetos while you were in Portugal? No, I didn't eat Cheetos in bed when I was in Porto. I was in Porto though. I was on, no, didn't we get chips at one point? I had like a good chip while I was in Portugal, but I don't remember which one, what it was. It's really fun to go to other countries and eat foreign chips, but Cheetos (laughs) is not what I would go for because it's not a foreign chip. It's the same. It's It's the the same same chip. But what's fascinating about this is that she used that trending, um, 
that trending 1998 camera that everyone's using, Humi. Oh, yeah, he, Humi, Hiji? Or something, Uji. Hiji. Uji. Uji. <laughs> wow, we sound so old. And it marked her photo as uh, as July 23rd, 1998. There is an option in that app to change it to like the actual date, but I don't think people like to do that. So are we going to have all <sighs> these, we're going to have all of these like photos that are like in our history that people think are from 1998, but they're not. They're from 2018. I know the future historians are going to be so confused. They, I think I actually think about that. I think they might be. So I wanted to read for you every single headline that I could find that had talked about Rita eating Cheetos just to okay, get the, the variety. Um, this was in Metro. Rita Ora goes topless as she enjoys wild after party with a bag of Cheetos. This is from the uh, what is this? Daily. But she's Mail. not really topless, isn't she? Wearing like a bra? No, she's her hands are over her nipples. Oh, okay, 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 okay. She's like doing that thing where like, like it almost looks like she's um, a T-Rex and she's giving herself like little arms, but her her forearms are covering her nipples. Rita Ora goes topless as she seductively indulges on Cheetos, on Cheetos, in a very intimate bedroom snaps after arriving in Portugal. Daily Mail always invents a new way to say something. I can't deal. (laughs) This is from the Evening Standard. Uh, Quote, babe of the century, Rita Ora teases fans with topless shot as she just seductively snacks on Cheetos. Um, This one is the sun crumbs. Crumbs. Rita Ora goes topless in raunchy snap as she scoffs a packet of crisps on tour. That is the most fucking British way to say Rita Ora ate Cheetos topless. Wow. Why are none of them mentioning the orange dust? I feel like if these tabloids knew what Cheetos actually were and what it was like to eat Cheetos, they'd be making like jokes about how she'll get orange dust on everything. What would your headline be? Uh, It would be hands off the sheets, exclamation mark. <laughs> Rita tempts fate eating messy orange crisp while in bed or something like that. Okay, and that's why you are not heterosexual because you're focusing on the Cheetos, not on the fact that she's topless. (laughs) All of these like... Hey, I tried. All of these people are like, Rita Ora has no shirt on while she eats Chip. You're like, Chip could get on bed. (laughs) You know she's going to be wiping her hands on those sheets and there's going to be orange streaks. Yeah. I think we're done here. (laughs) Thank you for listening, everyone. Call 619-WHO-THEM if you have any questions or comments or concerns. I think we should be asking for concerns at this point. I'm concerned. And we will see you on Friday. Oh, my God. Bye, everyone. Bye. You will say that. That was a headgum podcast.